Welcome to Fake Movie Experts, the movie review podcast that breaks down a movie franchise one movie at a time. We're still doing the Fast and Furious franchise as this week we'll be talking about Fate of the Furious or Fast and Furious 8. I don't know. They, they named it Fate because it sounded like 8. They also said Fate in the movie as a funny quip because movies do that now. Hey, well, it's that, you know, I go off the family guy thing. If they say the line, if they say the title of the movie. I'm like, ha ha. And Finn. Oh yeah. They said it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your host, Joseph Lesso. I'm alongside with Ricky Marcelli. Hey ho. And Mr. Nobody or little buddy or, um, little nobody. Keith Swetland. Joe fucked up his own insult of you. Man, if I... Usually I've got a good, like, non-sequitur to do right now. Like, about LaCroix or, like, the weather or some dumb shit. But, like, you gave me three names and... I don't know. You didn't see it coming. No, that's enough. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so for now on, I guess I gotta give you three names and then... uh, Yeah, you'll stop my bullshit. I'll still come up with something. I don't know. I'll complain about, like, paper straws or something. (laughs) No. Yeah, I actually agree on that. Paper straws are bullshit. Yeah, they just... uh, it melt in your mouth, not in your hand. Don't yeah. get me started. <laughs> How am I supposed to have a milkshake with a paper straw? So, like Sorry, I that said, that just derailed everything. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> so, we're talking about Fate of the Furious. Uh, came out in 2017, uh, April 14th of 2017. Runtime of two hours and 16 minutes. Yeah, it did. <laughs> there is a new director for this movie, as it is F. Gary Gray. That name's That's a terrible familiar. name. You, 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 Keith makes fun of the name, but let's see if Keith's seen all these movies that he's done. <laughs> 1995, Friday. Yeah. What? <laughs> 1996, Set It Off. It's the Queen Latifah, Jada Pickett Smith movie. I have not seen Bank that. Robbers. 1998, Negotiator. That movie's sick. He did Negotiator? 2000 negotiator who's a negotiator kevin, kevin spacey, spacey my favorite guy <laughs> oh, um, excuse me <laughs> and uh i think is it sam jackson yeah oh yeah sam yeah. jackson's a unhinged police officer who yep. takes some hostages and we need a negotiator uh yeah. 2003 man apart okay. that's the vin diesel movie also 2003 italian job oh i fucking love italian job uh 2005's be cool remember that it's the get shorty sequel oh okay uh 2009's law abiding citizen i know of that movie i don't think i ever saw it uh gerard butler and jamie fox wow. i think uh, i did see that 2015 straight out of compton i still haven't seen straight out of compton it's a huge failure in my life oh he did and, them yeah yeah and 2019's Men in Black International. I haven't seen that. Okay, I never mind. That's, that's a good part of my life. I take back all of my compliments. <laughs> that's why I saved that one for last. <laughs> I think I saw like 30 minutes of that on a plane. And I was, I mean, I'm stuck on a plane. And I still turned it off. Or the snakes on the plane? Jump out of a plane. <laughs> yeah. With no parachute. Hey. Can't wait till we pick hey. Men in Black and have to do that movie. Oh. <laughs> Uh, once again, this movie uh, stars Vin Diesel, Dwayne Johnson, Michelle Rodriguez, Tyrese Gibson, Ludacris, uh, 
the returning Jason Statham, Kurt Russell, Natalie Emmanuel, uh, newcomer Charlize Theron as Cypher. And we have Scott Eastwood as a little nobody, <laughs> Kurt Russell's little right-hand man. Uh, fun fact, if you go back to the queue, we did a movie of his called Overdrive, and it's basically Fast and Furious. Yeah, I was about to say, wasn't that like the not-quite-Netflix, but it's like straight-to-streaming rip-off movie? Yes. So I uh, thought that was funny. I like how they're slowly but surely just keep adding Game of Thrones characters into these movies. Oh yeah, that yeah. was ridiculous. Uh, Christopher, uh, Christopher, uh, high like high Jew, one of everyone's favorite characters from Game of Thrones. He was pretty good. He's he was kind of one. He was a he had one he had one trick in this movie. <laughs> yeah, the stare down. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then oh by the way, I mean I think I'll, we'll get to it later, but like. Uh, I th- we're supposed to kind of not like him, but I just really don't like Scott Eastwood. He like he, he displeases me. <laughs> he seemed like they were trying to set him up as like, hey, this is the new Brian. No. Yeah, I mean he's like he's pretty, but he like just doesn't. He's doesn't, lame. He yeah, sucks. He lacks, he's charmless. I mean, we're yeah, we're, he's supposed to be sort of like the rookie nerd guy or whatever, but like even in that role, I see through it. <laughs> Don't like it. Yeah. They, they, for, um, they, I will say in the, my research that him and Paul Walker were really good friends. Um, but yeah, it, to watching this like the first time I'm like, Oh, they're just trying to replace him with somebody else that kind of looks like him. <laughs> yes. Not a script white guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but this is not maybe this is also doing emergency podcasts in fifteen years for Fast and Furious eighteen. We'll have grown to love the man. But for right now it's a hard no. Yeah. Um for me, I think it's also because of the fact that around that time, like he is they're trying to get him over as a like a good actor because he is Clint Eastwood's son. And like at the time, he's doing um, not Overdrive because that was Overdrive. Um, like he was in Suicide Squad. He was in Pacific Rim Uprising. None of these things are check marks in as as a good thing so far. <laughs> so uh, yeah, he's in all those movies, and I'm like, ugh. It's like, all right, you were in the Pacific Rim that killed the franchise. Yep. You were in. Suicide Squad, which everyone basically confirms is a bad movie outside of Harley Quinn. Yeah, that movie sucked. Yeah, we're getting the sequel, second though. one. Hey, I can't wait. It's like a reboot. I'm going to watch it. because Every single DC movie is a reboot because they keep sucking dick. Well, careful where you fault. tread there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't, don't, don't make us get all, you know crazy on you <laughs> I don't have time for the four-hour podcast that will be batman versus superman snyder cut with you two. Oh, but no the, so that that's movie, only that, three and a half that movie doesn't exist but it should exist no no <laughs> there is there is the extended cut oh yeah like there's th- the three well, and a half hours that's doj yeah that's doj <laughs> but for the for the justice league that's the four hours and two minutes i'm gonna be oh. real sad that 
when whoever picks that setup. That'll be no, that. I will hate that far worse than Fast and the Furious being ten movies. If we do that, that would hours of those. That would be my third time watching the Snyder Cut, and that's twelve hours of my life. If I were to, if I hypothetically, if we were to do that, don't, no, don't, don't hypothetically. It's going to happen. <laughs> Give up half no of win. your life to that, half of a day of your life to that movie. Twelve hours. Well, they break well, it up I mean, into six chapters. Like, I why did you it watch chapters. it twice? Why did you watch it in twice? Did you I do the black it. and white one? You watched black and white, didn't you? No, I watched it to do a favor for the cousin because he wanted to see it. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was like, all right, dude, I'll I'll do you a solid. <laughs> okay. Because, you know, it's impossible to watch movies by yourself. Not that movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're well, off track. Well, I'm bringing us back. So we all had to watch Fate of the, Fate of the Furious by ourselves. What did you guys think of it this time? I was so, pleasantly surprised, I think, because like in my mind, I remembered coming out of the theaters and being like super on blown away by this movie. And I remembered like in my mind, my memory was that the submarine stuff was awful. I really liked the movie having just finished it. And the submarine <laughs> cool. stuff was fucking awesome. Yeah, that stuff was tight. So whatever four years ago, me didn't appreciate the loveliness that was fate of the furious that <laughs> father of two now me does appreciate i think being a dad has really made me appreciate fate of the furious family. i'll take that one yeah it's about family <laughs> keith i thought in theaters just i think that's kind of a theme with like every- all of the fast and furious movies except for the first one i've got like no powerful memories associated with because I remember vividly seeing the first one and like two through this one, just, I just went to it because it was like a hot, his movies always come out in summer. So it's always like yeah. a nice, nice thing to go do, to go watch a movie, like whether or not it's good. And I remember I watched the, when this movie came out, I was like, the main thing that stuck out was Charlize Theron's dreads. Oh yeah. Just, that stuck in my head like very clearly. And that's kind of what was my main takeaway is that Charlize Theron had dreads. And then that's about it. But I watched it last night. Certainly, this movie is certainly not a tight 90 minutes. Far from it. <laughs> you know, we haven't had a tight 90 since, like... Predator? The first yeah. two. No, the <laughs> yeah. first one's a tight 90 in this series. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But God damn it, I love this movie. Holy crap. It, it's, like, it's, <laughs> it's one of those things of... Sure, you might not like it one time, but once you walk, go through them again, all again, you're like, I am hard as a rock right now. <laughs> this movie was it was refreshing. That's how I was. I was like, there's bright colors in it. There's like, a, like the, the opening scene had butts. Oh. The opening, like, <laughs> <laughs> there was hands down that opener and intro to the movie might have been my favorite of any Fast series. Like, you had gratuitous butt shots <laughs> you had sweet flaming cars going in reverse and then exploding you had fucking tight moments about respect and keys like <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of keys in this movie <laughs> like it was just so good like that was like if you showed just that opening scene and told me okay this is the new fast and the furious movie i've been like all right that was a fast and the furious movie i accept it yeah, and they like put them in Cuba for some reason, and that was cool because he was visiting his cousin. They clearly it. established that. So they were on a honeymoon, actually. So I think. By the that's way, that's all. Really by the way, that that's also John Cena's cousin. 
<laughs> like, well, hey, no, we'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there when we do Fast 9. It, you can't spoil a movie that's not out. I'm just saying. Also, I think it really is just F9. It's just... It is. F9. It's a, it's a keyboard key. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> uh, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. I uh, watched it uh, just before we uh, went live. And uh, it's a good popcorn movie. You know, they were, they were trying to go that different way of we're going to up the state somehow and they always try to so this time it's the submarine and then vin having a child is the we're gonna up the stakes for but me I, it's or sorry joe go ahead and finish i was just gonna say that's why it's just enjoyable yeah, like for me it's still not like a fast five or a furious seven but like it's still one of the better ones I mean, which isn't saying much because there's some real garbage in this overall series. But, like, they seem to have found their footing. They kind of know what they're doing now. Like, I think there's more things I can be nitpicky about in this movie. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's stuff I'm kind of searching to be nitpicky about. It's not like... I was never bored during the movie, I would say. Like, yeah. they did a good thing of kind of moving from point A to point B to point C. Like, I didn't really like segments of the movie but i wasn't bored i just like for me it wasn't a point that grabbed me so uh hey rick give us the uh, plot summary so this is from the amazing 4k collection again a little like the early ones really good these late ones not so great so i'll give what's in here and then i'll kind of go to a more in-depth one but the fate of the furious gather round children a mysterious woman, Charlize Theron, seduces Dom, Vin Diesel, not what happened, into betrayal of those closest to him, forcing the team to face trials that will test them as never before. Who's writing these for these? Because that is epically incorrect. In yeah. reality, uh, in Fate of the Furious, Dominic Toretto is blackmailed by Charlize Theron to betray his family because he has no other choice as he is introduced to his new son. And Charlize Theron hangs that over him till Dom tries to figure a way out of it in our climactic conclusion of the movie in some buttfuck place in Russia with a submarine. <laughs> Just it, actually it was, filmed in Iceland. <laughs> it was the area was a vehicle for a submarine. They needed a place that had a submarine. <laughs> yeah, essentially, they were like, all right, we're going to do something with a submarine. How do we get there? Yeah, where's got submarines? <laughs> we have to we have to up the stakes somehow, right? You know, we had a jet on six uh, and a tank. And what was seven? Seven was uh fucking was drone. Drone, yeah. So they have to up the stakes. So if they go from a drone to a submarine. Yeah, just and then they always have their kind of silly MacGuffin that they attach a name to. What was this? What was this, this like device called? The night, the night eye or God's eye? Well, God's I mean, eye. They they hacked God's eye. Uh, God's yeah. eye. God's eye was from the last one. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. yeah. It, but they tried. They used it about, again. Yeah. But they were well, trying to use. This one's about the EMPs and stealing. Yeah. yeah. They. I mean, yeah. they break in and take God's eye, so they can't use it anymore. But yeah, they still God's eye, so they don't can't use it to find them. 
<laughs> so let's get into the the uh, fun stuff. I don't know if you guys noticed, but one Rock and one Vin Diesel during this movie was butting heads as they were never on scene together. Oh, that they weren't, were they? Till no, the not end. one bit. Not even. That, no, they were. They, they actually weren't together when they filmed those C- scenes. CGI. Wow. Um, uh, so uh, Hollywood people like, are just the worst. <laughs> so I have a infamous Instagram post here. I want to read Ooh, from the rock. I'm excited. Uh, he, this is when he was doing it. And th- he said uh, this, uh, this is my final rake of shooting fast and furious. Eight. there is no other franchise that gets my blood boiling more than this one. And an incredible hardworking crew. Universal ha- Universal has great partners as well. My female co-stars are always amazing. I love them. My male co-stars, however, are a different story. Some conduct themselves as stand-up men and true professionals, while others don't. The other ones don't. Uh, the uh, the ones that don't are too chicken shit to do anything about it anyway. Candy asses. When you watch the movie next April, it will seem like I'm not acting in some of these scenes and my blood is legit boiling. You're right. Bottom, bottom line is that it'll play great for the movie and fits the Hobbs character that is embedded in my DNA extremely well. <laughs> the producer in me is happy about this part final week on Fast Date and I finished strong and all this. So what happened What uh, thing is they sent... Um, Vin Diesel, like, uh, like the final part of the movie and stuff. And at the end, there's going to be a credit scene of for Hobbs and Shaw. Well, Vin acts that and said, "Nope, we're not. We're, I'm not letting you put that at the end of the movie." So, um, uh, it, and uh, it was actually it was like last minute. So on several occasions, Diesel also uh. Ref- reportedly refused to show up on set when the rock was there <laughs> leaving hundreds of the cast and crew and extras waiting on set for him more than six hours Ew. <laughs> uh diesel and rock had a secret meeting one day after drains when after drain posted the post um later on rock said that it, him and diesel cleared some things up um but he also didn't confirm that uh, they did not film scenes together because a fundamental difference is in philosophies <laughs> on how we approach filmmaking and collaborating. So uh, then once it was revealed that they did Hobbs and Shaw, a lot of the cast members were more pissed about that, but Diesel, being the team player he will be, was saying, you know, good luck, you know, this is the best thing for the Fast and Furious franchise, so we can expand it. I mean, getting Rock out of the main set of movies, I think, was the best. Because even in this one, I still stand that the Hobbs character is a net negative for Fast for the franchise. I do not like the character. I hate his chauvinistic bullshit ways. His, I mean, he is male toxicity in a body, and it just like it bothers me to no end and i'm glad that he won't be in fast nine and i'm not looking forward to watching hobbs and shaw and seeing an entire movie of that fucking pedantic gorilla complaining about these things the whole time yeah and he like he kind of bugged like i I like the rock as an action star 
I love The Rock. I hate Hobbs. Yeah, but like, I feel like they he they finally kind of figured out how to make him a little bit more slightly more charming in this movie. Like, I kind of like The Rock's not not good at acting. So like when he's like, but he's good at doing the like big tough guy around kids stick and they use that stick. And I kind of thought that was kind of a cute scene of him with the kids. So like that, that worked for me, but like, like they really, really can't decide if he's an asshole or like a tough guy, lovable person. <laughs> it's like, they can't make up their mind. So they do both. Well, like that whole opening like scene is like him using his girls to bully the other girls and like, what elementary maybe early middle school thing and then bullying the dude who walks up to talk to him like Hobbs is just a straight up piece of shit bully and I'm just like oh you're so annoying go away yeah I like that he's uh he's his like silly feats of strength are kind of neat but like I don't like the like the banter with him and Jason Statham does that that shit gets old. That that's the part oh, that bugs me. Oh, get ready for an entire fucking movie of it, buddy. Like that. Oh, I can't wait. Like The Rock, he's not funny so much. So like his humor is insulting people, and that's I've seen that in other movies too. That's like go a, watch his wrestling, buddy. That's all he lived off of. <laughs> <laughs> nice, but yeah, that's like his. That's what he leans on, and that's clearly like what the writers lean on too. So like mm-hmm. they don't think he he can't like carry on a conversation all that well, but like he can call someone a girl. <laughs> That's his in a very condescending way. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I like that that uh, the first thing you see of him because of the fact like when the guy shows up, hey, we need a job for you. Oh, it looks like you got a lot, a lot of moms here. Oh, there's a lot more moms than kids. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. That was- that was a nice bit. And then like, yeah, like this, he was like, they that's like what the rock excels at. He's good at, he was charming in that soccer field scene. I thought still sweaty though. Oh yeah. Very wet. He's, he's definitely a wet boy. The man, <laughs> the man just pours water on him. <laughs> um, but, uh, threw me for a loop here. No, I know. I thoroughly, I don't know. I, I like the rocks character. I, I think, it's it's totally different from Fast Five. Yeah. Oh yeah. And like oh. maybe forty pounds lighter than Fast Five. <laughs> and the goatee is just as silly. <laughs> it's just he's still rocking that goatee. No, like I, I I don't like I'm not quite as far on the like the down the Hobbs train that Rick you are. I I, I like him for the most part. There's stuff about him I don't like, but. Like if I were to like if if I were to land on a meter, it'd be green. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how you feel after Hobbs and Shaw. If what you hate is their banter. Oh no, I I I remember that movie, and I'm not looking forward to watching it again. <laughs> I, I cannot wait. Uh. <laughs> so we have a new villain in this movie. It's uh, Charlize Theron as Cipher. What did you guys think of her? Minus the dreads. Oh man, she is clearly a like far superior at like the art of acting she's like she's so good at acting like it was i i loved her she like she chewed up she had the there the, these movies always have the absolute dumbest silliest dog shit dialogue ever 
And she just delivered it with this coolness. <laughs> I, I loved it. She was so like, she was so like badass at saying these dumb things. Like when she pulled out that fuel solenoid thing on the street and she was greeting Dom and she was like, I, like you go and get your coffee, your Cuban coffee every day, sugar or no sugar, black. No sugar, just black. Yeah. <laughs> How do you think you got here? And she was just saying these ridiculous things with this cool look wearing these like sexy Ray-Bans. So she's been stalking him for like, yeah, a week. Uh, the, I mean, the, they try to set. I mean, they don't just make her the bad guy in this movie. They make her the overall big bad. They set her up as the villain from seven and six. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's true. Because of uh, how she wanted to have to work with uh, Statham, <laughs> not and, wanted uh, to work with. She paid him to do that, and then paid yeah. the dude to steal Luke Evans. God's eye. Yeah, Luke in Evans and yeah, uh, well, it's Luke Evans and six, uh, yeah, Statham and seven to yeah. steal the nightshade or whatever. Yeah, and then paid the not Jason Statham's character. She paid the warlord guy. To oh, uh, the guy from like Guardians and stuff. Yeah, yeah, paid him to steal God's eye. Yeah. So she's been a villain in three movies and that undisclosed. Like, they say it in the movie, but they don't drill home the fact enough. Yeah. That's the whole reason what's going on in this one is because she, mm-hmm. Dom's burned two of her teams at this point, and she's tired of this bullshit, <laughs> but also has clearly gotten a little wet over Dominic Toretto and what he's able to do. And before he's we get clearly too clearly sexually attracted to him. <laughs> Another terrible kiss. Just a terrible kiss. <laughs> Keith... You know what? I think you just have problems accepting your uh, sexuality towards Dominic Toretto, and you just you try to deny it by saying, "Just how accept bad it, buddy." Okay, okay. Dominic Vin Diesel is the least sexual man. How <laughs> dare you? Wow. However, before we get too far away from Cuba, I got a compliment that Dominic Toretto wears white pants. Did you notice he, his? He, he wears white all the time. He, he, he always does. Look. He what a silly he's wearing his white pants and a white tank top and a big just gaudy tacky silver cross <laughs> walking around town. Dude, that fucking line after the guy wins his race and he's just like, keep your car. Your respect's enough. I'm like, fucking blow me. And then they what a smi- fucking line. And then they like smile and grab each other's hands. <laughs> so corny, cheesy, and I ate it up. I loved it. But oh, come yeah. on. so they did they did that first scene, the driving race, to kind of do an ode to uh Paul Walker because of the first two having the racing scenes. <laughs> so they thought they wanted us to do one more. I did appreciate that fact they did they didn't do what some franchises do when characters go away and they just like pretend like they never existed. Like they have that ode and they do the whole, this is what the Busta used to do. So he's using it or they bring up later, like, Hey, should we get Brian to help with this? And Michelle Rodriguez is like, no, we pro we said that they're out. Mm-hmm. But like, totally- I feel like a nuclear situation probably would have been a good reason to bring them back in personally. Yeah, the whole- the plot line of Brian going away still cracks me the shit up. They're like, cause there's nothing. <laughs> yeah. He just like, they're, they're like weeping over him. Just essentially just like moving down the street with Mia and having a hanging out with his kid. <laughs> well, to the point where like you would expect him and Mia to be in the end of the movie. And then they hey. do this thing where they name the baby Brian and you're like, he's not dead in the fucking series. It makes like no sense because it should be like, 
Do you think the baby should have been named Paul? Paul. <laughs> Paul would have been better, honestly. But like, because they named him Brian for someone who is not dead in the franchise. Oh, he's literally just bonkers. like, yo, he's just like, yo, he's just back in California. Like, you can call him. I think I enjoyed this more this time around because once again, it's that uh, thing of going into the movie, wondering what they do with the character of Brian. Because, you know, this is the first movie when they fully, without uh, Brian, uh, Paul Walker. So I'm like, what are they going to do? Are they going to do like have them, you know, have a voiceover, you know, like, you know, have, throw a line like they're on the phone or, you know, FaceTime. And I was like the whole movie, I'm like thinking about that the first time watching. So I do remember that. And this time knowing he's not in the movie, it's a little bit easier to... uh I will be interested to see how fat, like, especially now that we've watched them all to go yep. into CF9, because, like, it worked not having him in this movie because Dom was somewhere else the whole time. So, like, mm-hmm. if we're actually going to get Dom with the crew the whole time in F9, I'm going to see how weird it's going to feel for Brian not to be there. Like, it was okay <laughs> in this one because it was kind of like Rock Squad off on the side, which is probably why I don't love this movie as much as the other ones. Because, like, it didn't really feel like the team with it being led by The Rock and the nobody bullshit. Yeah. Because, God, Keith. I was going to say, why did it seem, Vin Diesel seemed really quick to agree when uh, old, uh, when, when Hobbs called him up? He's like, yeah, okay, I'm on it. Well, because he knew it was coming. Oh, yeah, yeah he was getting yeah, that. Was, that, was that, that was the, coming. That was after the, he saw the baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, he had already been in, like, she told him, hey, you're going to get a call. You need to agree to do this. And and Rick, you mentioned it earlier. Like, it's not like I'm this is me nitpicking this movie. But they're the Dominic relationship with what, what what's her name? The the, the baby mama. El, still, uh, Elena. Yeah, her still, name is Elena. I you know hate, what, Joe? We're still not going to get it. And she's dead now. Spoiler yeah, I, alert. I hate her. <laughs> she's just well, some dumb, she's some like dumb cop. And they, their relationship has no chemistry. They have no excuse to be with each other. And he just accidentally knocked her up. Oops. And then there's a kid and Dominic's all about family. He, he knew this lady for like a month and a half. <laughs> so let's talk about that for a minute. <laughs> so the fate of the fears comes out in 2017. We have Furious 7 came out in 2015. Yeah, I'm trying to look. Furious 7, 2015, and this one in 2017. I mean, 2017. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm confusing the hell out of my own self. Okay, yeah. 2017 for this one and 2015 for this. When the hell was she pregnant? (laughs) Because of the fact that we see her in no, Fury she 7. mentions it. She mentions it. Yeah, she does. Um, like, fuck, when did she say it was? It was right when Letty came back. So it would have been right at the end of Fury Seven. Of oh, Fury no, Six, it would have been Fury six. six. So she would have already given. And see, this is what I was talking about in Seven when she was going away, like, and she was leaving the building to like her very like mom type car. They were hinting at it there. She had already had the baby by seven. So, okay. Because 
No, because they crash in a van in, on seven. So no. it is a when they you, when she gets blown off the building and Hobbs has to save her. Yes, you're right. Yeah. Well, no, I was so, talking about when she because it was originally you see her leave the building and go to yeah. her car. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like it was a very like mom type car. So I think they hinted there that she had already had the baby. So she so, had the baby between six and seven. But so, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I keep we keep cutting you off. But isn't there? A, so I was watching some Sammy last night, and she didn't remember much either, except for a joke that we made. That like doesn't she like take a pretty big spill <laughs> off a building? Yeah, that's, and, 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 that's <laughs> what I just. Oh my god, Keith, listen to the conversation we're having. I, 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 Okay, no, I'm listening, but that was I just said she had the baby. baby between six and seven. So that was okay. So the baby was already out of her. Yes. Okay. That's what I was clearing up. We don't actually like they say the baby's 18 months. So like, <laughs> right? That's what they said. He was 18 months. About, about. So like if you want to establish timelines, I think this movie's only about a year and a half after seven, if even that much. Like, like, I really don't care about this stuff. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I'm thinking really small stuff. I just want to, I just, I just want to, I, I just wondered <laughs> this because of the fact that she has almost a two year old. She works with Hobbs, and no one tells Vin Diesel. Like, does she not tell Hobbs? Does. <laughs> Like it's just like it just blew my mind of the fact that oh I mean, there's let's a baby. Be, let's be honest, Joe. I think we've established the fact that Hobbs is a chauvinistic piece of shit. There's a great chance she did, and he just didn't remember because he's a chauvinistic piece of shit. I think mm. that the producers just turned up know the pitbull a little bit louder and stopped giving a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's I, I mean, think literally what happened. <laughs> they left two in the franchise, but basically retconned everything in two. So like it's kind of whatever. Yeah, I like. And by the way, Han's back in the next movie. They don't give a shit about canonical bullshit. Yeah, Fast and Furious canon is like trying to talk about that as like trying to like chew a chew the hinge off a door or something. It's just useless. <laughs> no, it just blew my mind when I was watching this with the producer. She's just like, first off, she hates Charlize Theron's hair, and then two, that's the, fair. The, the debate we're having about. When was this baby born? Because of the fact of how does no one know, and how is he almost two years old? So, what's the time timeline of six to eight? Hey, I would also the- <laughs> assume that she told Hobbs not to tell Vin Diesel. Yeah, it's possible. They had a good enough relationship saying, "Hey, don't tell him. I'm going to tell him." Because she said when they got back from their honeymoon that she was going to tell him. Yeah. And then, you know. Instead of Brian, they should have named him a a lazy plot device. (laughs) Come here, lazy plot device. Hey. (laughs) And who's going to be watching the kid during Fast 9 when they're all fucking around what looks like Europe again? Yeah, putting rockets on cars and stuff. And giant magnets. I'm actually pretty fucking excited for F9, by the we're way. Doing, I, we're, we're, we do, we're doing a little discussion of F9 uh, after we're done with this one, because I have a couple of questions for people. So, what uh, what do you get? What's any favorite scenes on this movie from the for you guys? Wait, before one thing before we get into that, did yeah. you guys have the, did you guys have the trailer for the Mummy when you watched it on your on the 4K version? Like, no. no. 
It's Mine Tom went Cruise straight mummy. to movie. Oh, I watched the whole trailer for the Tom Cruise mummy with Russell Crowe narrating oh, it. Oh yeah, the the <laughs> what was it? What what was it going to be called? Like the is like the, the universal or something? The monster verse. Yeah, because yeah. it was supposed to have like the invisible. It was almost like they were trying to hook back into the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, that was a bizarre. This was a. This wasn't that long ago, but it feels 2017 feels like a long time ago. It does. <laughs> like well, after you know, we did just lose almost a year and a half. Yeah. At, at, after COVID, times just like time is weird. <laughs> I mean, to think we're seeing F9 next week, a movie yeah. we should have seen over a year and a month ago. <laughs> yeah. Joe and I had our tickets to go. Oh, that's no, I had tickets, damn it. And I have tickets again. Damn it. And then I really want to go Ooh. back to the I, I loved the Pitbull intro. The pit, Oh, like, it was so good. I was like, hell yeah, Pitbull. That felt nice. It, it like felt good. It was like washed <laughs> over me like warm, like Keith, warm water. Keith felt like home. <laughs> yeah, I was like, ooh, this is right. This is nice. Family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but as far as scenes I really liked, I don't know if there's anything that super jumped out to me. Um, uh, the driving in this, I think, is by far the coolest driving we see. I mean, Letty fucking puts a car up on two wheels and like skates it through something. That was badass. Um, yeah, the, I really didn't like the overall, like we took over cars and can now drive them angle just because like they were getting every car and like not every car would have those systems in place for that to actually happen. So I was kind of like, all right, like whatever it's fast and the furious shit happens type thing. But like, they took like a delivery van that was like old and was able to drive it. I'm like, that makes no sense. It wouldn't have systems in there for you to do that. Unless it got hijacked, you know, maybe (laughs) someone souped it up. Someone put a fucking 2020 computing system into a 1970s delivery van. Yes, sir. That's what I would do. No, like now that you like, when you pose the question like that, there's not a ton of which you just kind of rocked my world there a little bit with that question. Because I came into this like thinking like, this is Daniel, like the best Fast and Furious movie. (laughs) I mean, that's categorically incorrect, but. But the, I actually kind of liked the, because the the cars reminded me of zombies. I think they even said that line in it. Yeah, they did. And they like the they filmed it like a zombie movie, which I kind of appreciated with like the cars just like committing suicide out of a building. I, yeah. I like that scene a lot. Yeah. It was cool. Like you could tell, you know, it's like cars were real and then CGI'd, but like, I liked the way they were filmed because of the fact that it did look like a zombie horde would be like running after you. And like, they don't care if they're crashing into each other. They're still chasing you. I will say the CG in this movie was like the least, it didn't pop out as much as like on a lot of the other Fast and Furious movies where like, okay, that's com- clearly a computer generated car. Yeah. Like, there was one of the parts with the uh, submarine really jumped out as, okay, you did that entire thing with a computer, but they really meshed a lot of this stuff together. So it really worked. I actually liked a lot of the computer graphics in this movie. Yeah, it wasn't bad. There was, it didn't like the, yeah, the zombie cars, the CG stuck out a little bit to me. But um, the fuck, that was a loud car. Man, oh, shit. Is, is is there zombie cars going on? Right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We are talking about it. You guys, shut the hell up. Yeah, yeah, Jesus Christ. A zombie. Again, Roman Pierce continues to blow my mind as 
quite possibly the best character in Fast and the Furious. Why is my memory of Roman Pierce that he was just an annoying piece of shit side character and not the human walking badass that he is in these movies? Because he fucking took out four dudes on snowmobiles single-handedly in a very epic way, and I loved every moment of it. (laughs) We we have that moment of, like, yeah, when he's getting damn near drown in his Lamborghini on the great lakes of Russia. And he, he, he gets ejected, pulled out through from Tej's, you know, uh, hook. And he's, he's being dragged on his car door and then he's like, gets thrown out. You know what? Enough's enough. And then he gets super serious. Roman hits someone and then like just shoots three guys. He just kills three people. Do you like the? Do you guys notice the fact that to really establish that all the people being killed, it was totally fine. It's how much they nailed home the fact that they were separate as terrorists. So, yes. guys, it's okay. All these people that were just being brutally murdered in that base—they're separate as <laughs> terrorists. It's fine. I'm like, yep, they yep. really drove that home to make sure we didn't go. Um, they're killing a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. You really just gotta like squint your eyes and unfocus. Like with the with all the death and destruction in some of these movies, they gotta but, turn the other other cheek, right? I like that this movie did the um, it does that action movie thing where the opening action scene is the crew coming together and just succeeding. Like James, they yeah. always do it in James Bond yeah. movies. They always do it in like Mission Impossible movies. So they do this. They they do the thing where they. I, think, I, I would say Keith, um, they did show in the first Mission Impossible the team. Or no, yeah, the first one, the team epically failing. Oh, that's okay. Good call. You, you got that's, me. They holy they did that for the first one to flip the script, where Emilio Estevez gets one of the most brutal death scenes in all of movies. Because I will forever remember that death scene. Damn. All right, I need to watch Mission Impossible One again. Apparently, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> good they, movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, classic. It's also a series. Mm. But um, a very long series. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of them, <laughs> and they only get better. But um, uh, no, not again, not now. <laughs> no, that will not have to be a bit. Yeah, but the I, I, that's the opening scene when like when Dom uh, he turns on him. He like Dom yeah. go. They use the line, uh, "Dom, uh, Dom just went rogue." <laughs> so that scene, that scene kicked ass. When well, he flips, was, uh, when he flips, uh, I, I like that. Yeah. I I like the I like the fact that we don't get that full scene. Of what they did to get to where we start the movie yeah, at. I just yeah. like that. It is yeah. kind of that established, like, guys, they're super badass. They pulled it off. You don't need to know every little detail about what happened. Well, and they do that. They really show just how, like, cool of a badass, like, driver that Dom is. So they, they like, he just flipped over Hobbs in his big-ass, like, silly tactical truck just effortlessly. <laughs> and that shitty line to, by Hobbs going, Dom, you step away from this. It's over. And then he steps away and goes, it's over. I'm like, fuck, shut up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, another cool fashion thing that sticks out to me. You saying that reminded me of it. The uh, Hobbs has a wallet chain. Fucking oh, yeah. loser. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, he ends, the, he ends the movie in a leather vest. So I'm yeah. okay with that. I want to be he's on. He's full on rock leather, like Hollywood rock leather vest. Hell yeah. 
I want to oh, be on yeah. the like the Fast and Furious Nine like Fashion Squad production group. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's what we want. We want you to do this, this, this. Yeah, yeah. Just lots of tight, t- tight jeans and jackets. Yeah. Like... <laughs> I will say, I was. We got a badass Michelle Rodriguez fight, but I was disappointed we didn't get uh, Michelle Rodriguez facing off against another badass lady showdown fight. Like they'd done so much with that with six and seven. I kind of wanted another one. <laughs> yeah, we, we, I, well, why not up, up it up with a man this time? And she, you know, threw him into a <laughs> propeller. <laughs> but like, it wasn't like a famous guy. Like I wanted like a yeah. famous person. No. Well, maybe, who maybe a, who also has a really shitty Twitter. Maybe an F9. We'll find out. Uh, what did it say? Uh, you know, I, I, Damn, I'm just blanking tonight. I don't get it. I'm just thrown off by ha- ha- uh, Rick's hate towards Hobbs. Even though Hobbs <laughs> I didn't, I'll be honest, didn't see it coming when we started yeah. the Fast and Furious franchise up. But I seriously hate Hobbs. Even That's though Hobbs is, Hobbs is Hobbs is Hobbs is now down there on the Superman level as Vin Diesel. Yeah, I mean he fully is. The dude got shot with like 15 beanbag rounds and just got walking through it. Oh, it. Like what? Yeah, beanbag uh, beanbags, bad idea or something. It's like what? <laughs> See, I, I like that say, scene. That was a good scene. I did too. I like that. The, the, <laughs> the fucking break. scene where he slid, bounced off the fucking chain wire fence, and just landed on his feet. I was like, all right, that was pretty fucking cool. And then when he does, he curls the bench to show how badass he is. <laughs> that was kind of just like small balls, like toxic masculinity shit to me. Yeah. Rips a cement bench off a wall and to start student curls with it. I don't know. I loved it. I'll, I'll I take fell, it. I fell in love with Jason Statham in this movie again. Cause like Jason Statham again. was so fucking good in this one. Like he to me was just amazing. And like they kind of established the fact that like, okay, he's not that bad a guy. You know, <laughs> he got burned by the English government and then kind of just went down a bad path for a little bit. But he's he went just rogue. like Dom. He loves his family and he does everything <laughs> for them. Thank you for bringing that that point up. We get to see uh, uh, one Deckard Shaw's family. Helen Mirren is in this movie as uh, his mother. It has as, like a way bigger role in Fast 9, I believe is what they've said. God. Spoiler Anybody. alert! Come on, how man. many how many they, zeros are on that paycheck? Joe, they already <laughs> spoiled that Han's back. They've given everything away. They said that she's I, a bigger I, part of it. I haven't nine. watched. I have only watched the trailer once, and then I've I've have ignored it all. Also, like, just knowing shit. I, like, you can tell me everything about F nine before I go watch it, and I'll still watch it and enjoy it. Oh <laughs> yeah, but I just anyway. She's in it, and the fun fact is because. She was like at a movie premiere and like Vin Diesel was there and she's like, I am a huge fan of your movies of the fast movies and I want to be in it. Nice. That's awesome. So they did that. Like they just put one in, like they just put her in the movie. Like, Hey, we will, uh, we'll make a scene just for you. Uh, a great scene, by the way. I love that. Oh, book. that was I, good wish scene. There, I wish there was more spycraft in it. Like I loved that whole scene so much. Yeah, speaking of Mission Impossible, that was very Mission Impossible. And like getting to go back and see it very fast five, but actual best movie in the franchise, by the way, Sweatland. (laughs) Um, of like seeing how it happened. And I really need some explanation of how Dom 
well, in this super secret plane, made all these connections with people to pull this off and not no, get caught. Thank you. That was going to be my next point. But first, well, uh, we get Helen Mirren uh, as mom, and then Luke Evans returns as uh, Owen Shaw. So he's and, not dead because nobody dies in the Fast and Furious franchise, meaning Giselle is still alive. I totally yeah. didn't remember that he was still alive and came back. Or that, I mean, we knew that he was alive, but I didn't realize he came back, came back. Because I they referenced him. I might start believing that Giselle might not be dead. Thank I you. might be buying into this train of thought now. Yeah! Because not, not only is he back, he gets made fun of for the scars he gets. The great line of, you haven't had a great history of planes, and him looking at the back of the plane going... You're telling me. I was like, oh, yeah. fuck off. Fuck off with that line. It, 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 it's, the, it's the fact that, like, he's still alive, and then he's now somewhat good because he's helping Deckard save the baby off the plane. You know what I mean? Like, once again, he's the villain from Six, and he probably could still be, but for this time being, he's a hero in this movie. <laughs> But uh, that whole fucking thing, though, of breaking onto the plane and just like brutally murdering everyone on top of it to the point where he beats someone till they shit themselves. And we get a joke line about, oh, maybe the baby pooped. Fucking uh-huh. fantastic. And I loved it. <laughs> I thought uh, I so two things. I thought the brother uh, I thought the brother died in this one, like at the end, like like he got shot at the end, but he doesn't because I just thought he did. And then I also thought it was more musical. Like how action movies are nowadays when there was that set piece of a big fight scene, then the music yeah, hits. There's always that scene. Yeah. I thought there was in this one, but in reality, it's just the anytime they zoom back to the kid, you can hear him listening to the chipmunk song. That I love that whole section, by the way. It was so good. Yeah. I and then we it. got so this movie had two of the most brutal deaths in any Fast and the Furious movie. One is when whatever her name is, and Joe, you can say it. Elena! Keith and I are never going to retain that information. You just need to come to, come to terms with that fact. Don't but, worry. Oh, oh, the, Don't oh, worry, guys. That blonde cop lady. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm not going to say she's not dead. Oh, she's but... dead. <laughs> they put two, not one. They shot her in the head twice in that scene. He double tapped her, which oh. seemed unnecessary. I'm convinced my theory is right that the writers were like really painted themselves into a corner with her. So they just had to get rid of her because she's like useless and doesn't make any goddamn sense. Well, they but couldn't they- keep her around with the kid compliment. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they had to kill her so that the kid could be there, but that she yeah. was gone. The only solution for this woman is to put like three bullets into her brain. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it seemed like a lot. Like you talk about the toxic masculinity angle. I think Fast and Furious as a series is like one big toxic masculinity. <laughs> a little bit. I mean, we do get a lot of gratuitous butt shots that there's I do of, perform yeah. while they're happening. There's a lot of just like dudes being dudes, like like big big handshakes and like calling each other girls. <laughs> but to get back to the spycraft, we did get the return of Mr. Don Omar, and I can't remember the other guy's name. Oh yeah, that was uh, nice. That was nice. I just had their names up on my screen. And then we got the guy from Kego Calderon and Don Omar. It was, it was Leo Elena. And Santos. <laughs> it was Elena. The guy from Cuba was Elena, too. Oh, is that, okay. So Elena came back. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah she's but not then really dead. The second most brutal death 
was when fucking Dom snapped Tomlin's neck with a punch Thank just you. straight down. Thank Holy you. Holy shit. That was intense. They took that from John Wick. Like, I was going to ask, if you were in a fist fight with somebody, you decide, you know, I'm going to throw you on top of a table and just punch straight down. Is that insta-kill? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, apparently when you're a superhero like Dominic Toretto. That's a fatality for sure. Like, I can see like Johnny be, right? Cage doing that. Like a normal fatality? Yeah. And then the line he delivers of, that was for whatever her name was. <laughs> God damn it. Great scene. I fucking loved everything about I really thought I hated the submarine scene. And then rewatching this movie, there's not a part of it I didn't love. It was spectacular. I mean, he has a car that has flames shooting out the back that gets a heat seeker missile tracking it, and he flies the heat seeking missile back at the submarine. <laughs> Holy that- shit, that was good. They shoot a they shoot a missile and then the rock is able to grab it by his hands and then force it another direction oh, to yeah. kill all the like the other four cars showing up. <laughs> yeah, but let's get back to that thing. How did Toretto do all that? So here's the thing: when I was, when I watched it today, I finally realized what he was doing when he was making when he got the phone call from uh, Hobbs. Oh yeah, he's putting the tracking device in the necklace. Never fucking got it. Oh, you didn't like, oh, see that I got. No, I didn't. Until until today. I'm like, oh, he's making a tracking device. Okay. Yeah. That I understood. I just didn't understand how he got in contact with the people who helped get him a block out. The guy from so Cuba. That he could have the camera moments. The guy from Cuba, uh, Tego Calderon and Don Omar from uh, Fast Five, and Helen Mirren. How did he get a hold of all three, all five, <laughs> four of them? Like, hey, I'm going undercover. And this is what I need help to do for a, a for a five minute window. And if he had the ability to make these contacts, why did he not contact fucking Letty and let her know, hey, shit's going down. Just have my back. Like or have them tell them, you know, like <laughs> Don, uh, Leo and Santos, Tego and Don Omar are a family. They're part of the fast family and they're already in it for like two minutes. Which I'm okay with because they weren't even even in Furious Seven, yeah, or Six. Uh, no, they're not in Six. Oh, okay. They mentioned them in Six because they asked where yeah, they were. Just at. Like, oh, they're all yeah. fucking uh, casinos yeah, in Monte okay. Carlo. Sure. I, I I was surprised the first time, and I because I forgot about the movie this time around. Of them, like, oh, they're still in the movie. That's cool. And it's uh, Lena showing up from Cuba. There it is. Oh, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) And man, they like, so those characters are gone for two movies. That's really like, I'll bet it's like a large percentage of the people watching these movies kind of like me where they like, when they were coming out, I didn't give a two fucks about the canon or like the story. Mm -hmm. So like, I'm pretty sure I didn't catch that throwback. <laughs> when I, when I you just saw oh, like you just saw two random guys. I was like, movie? I was yeah. like, oh, those those dudes. Okay, cool. Yeah, they're his friends or something. Whatever. Mm. <laughs> That's fine. Now, since you now you're watching it all in, in depth and all that, you're like, yep, I get who each one of you are. Yeah. Now, now I now I have to think about it. Yeah. <laughs> Good. What these Good. movies have taught me though is that I'm very much more on the side of Dominic Toretto compared to The Rock. Of when I'm threatening someone, I want to get in real close and use a low gravelly voice instead of just yelling at them. Instead of calling the girl. (laughs) When he gets up real close to Shalice Theron and goes, you should kiss my son. Because if it wasn't for my son, you (laughs) 
everyone on this plane would be dead. I was like, holy shit, that was terrifying. I, 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 going back to those scenes, I like that scene of her like saying, here, here's a gun. That was badass. Like, shoot, you can kill me. And he's like, you, and he's like, I could take you out and you out, but then you're going to kill her and then I'm still going to be caught. I like the whole aspect of it too, because she goes like, you could kill me, but then the people mm-hmm. run in here and they are, they are told to kill the son. Mm-hmm. But then Dom goes the next step forward and goes, let's it goes beyond that. Yep. I can't kill you because it's a two key system. So I can't get in. Like she thinks she's so much smarter. It has like five chess moves ahead of Dom, but Dom's like, bitch, I'm well aware of what's going on. And I'm 20 steps ahead of yeah. you. Somehow he is 20 steps ahead. He was framed on Tuesday, had a plan by Wednesday. Oh, they got him pretty good because they shot what's her name like three times. Oh, Elena. <laughs> <laughs> like, she like Char- Charlie Theron's no slouch. <laughs> like, she's <laughs> she 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 saw the plot line like no one likes this bitch. Pop pop pop. We gotta we gotta ice this mama. <laughs> also, a very dangerous thing to do. By the way, you're in a plane. What happens? One of those bullets goes all the way through her skull and through the fuselage. It was a silent PP7. It's fine. They put the silencer <laughs> <laughs> Joe, you uh, made me break my chair on that one. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm good. Thank that was pretty that cool. One. That just happened live. <laughs> live. Live here tonight. Um, I, 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 I have to say, even though we didn't like Scott Eastwood, I didn't mind him because of the fact of Mr. Nobody, Kurt Russell, who I love. Uh, I thought was great again. And it's just like, all right, I'm here, but let me have him run this mission (laughs) by the book. I mean, I still like, that was part of the part of the movies I did not like and still don't really like. Um, I did like one thing from Charlize Theron though, where she was like, you, you're a modern day cowboy. You're not with all this fucking running with the good guys type shit. I'm like, you're right. Surely Theron, he is a modern day cowboy and shouldn't be doing all this good guy bullshit. That is the worst part of the last two movies. <laughs> she she's on to them. Hey, don't forget. I also Dom, totally uh, thought she died in this one and didn't just jump out of a plane. <laughs> There's a lot of people in this movie. I'm like, you're dead, right? Oh no, you don't die at the end. Okay. Nothing okay. means anything. <laughs> Remember that. Yeah. <laughs> It's kind of like how in Air Force One we thought we saw a lot more brutal murder as children, nope, but we did. Nope, there was there's nope. not that much brutal murder in there on screen. Nope. Uh, so let's talk about the scene here of them uh, shooting. Or first, Vin Diesel, Dominic Toretto stealing the briefcase. How badass that was of him getting like all in black, black mask, black shield. And he's just like, give me the briefcase. And they're like, no, we're good. And he's like, all right, fine. I'll blow up your car. I'm assuming whatever writer was a big fan of Army of Two. Maybe. Because that was very Army of oh Two. Oh, my God. Army of Two. That was very Army of Two. <laughs> yeah, he yeah, uses the saw. It opens up the thing and has the big silly, has a silly mask on. Yeah, also, that came out in 08. Okay. So, yeah. Worst people ever going, no, we can't give them their nuclear codes. Oh, he's starting to blow us up. All right, you can have the codes now. Can do Fucking it. Pussy just like sticks his hands out. Here, go for it. 
Like, your entire point is to not give up nuclear codes that could destroy the world. And you're just like, oh, no, he threatened my life now. Here you go. <laughs> what? Would, would you? <laughs> if I was entrusted with the nuclear codes and was probably being paid very handsomely to make sure the nuclear codes didn't fall into the wrong hands. Yeah, I'm thinking I'd protect the nuclear codes to prevent the world from falling into nuclear holocaust. Oh, I'll I give mean, it away easy. I mean, I'm I mean, a traitor. I mean, he's <laughs> going to get it. Whether you're dead or alive, he's going to get it. Well, I have to assume they have devices in there to destroy what's in them. Yeah, Dead Giselle, or alive. Giselle's alive. I, I'm on board now. <laughs> I think Giselle's alive. Thank I'm not going to argue that fact anymore. Bada bing, bada boom. Giselle's alive, baby. The thing we can but, all agree is that whatever her name is, is dead. Yeah, that's that. that her name is Goddamn Elena. That that woman from uh, Costa Rica, whatever the fuck. <laughs> I think Brazil. it was. The, I think it was the Dominican. Yeah, Dominican of Utah, you pieces of shit. <laughs> but uh, the scene after uh, when Ben's trying to run away from the cr- from the crew, and they all like shoot him, shoot at him, and hook him up. Oh yeah. And then like Vin Diesel has what six cars around him hooked up, and he finds a way to get out. It's cool. Dude, that it was fucking cool. line though, when um it goes Tej going, he has to have over two thousand <laughs> HP in that thing, and then it just starts going down the line. Try three thousand, more <laughs> like five. I was like, what are we doing? Yeah, that was uh, there's like shit. We, we gotta kill like thirty seconds while we do this scene. What can they say? What can they say? Oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> like I thought I was watching goddamn Dragon Ball. His horsepower is over five thousand. Oh yeah. Oh, that was it. Was there was some anime vibes in that scene? <laughs> but I mean, overall, though, that scene fucking kicked ass. That, was, yeah. that scene's awesome. Then he flips goddamn Roman and then fucking smashes Letty and Tej together. Yeah, they, this he, movie really establishes how much of a superhero driving ability guy that Don oh, is. That everybody has. They he shoulder tackles a door and it right flies off. right off the hinges. <laughs> in a seated position and it flies into the rocks jeep large ass jeep and it flips the jeep <laughs> that flip was so weak too it just kind of went tink. <laughs> to me it's like if, if you if you have a cat and you put like a sweatshirt on the cat the cat doesn't like it so it flops it just starts that's what his car did. yeah that's what he did that's the what the car like, did no no tink dink but yeah it just blew my mind i'm like so he can just pop the door off with his shoulders and then just nods his way out okay checks out checks out uh but goddamn by the way the movie uh has one writer who wrote five six seven and eight damn that dude probably got a good chunk of money considering how well these four movies have done Wait, the same dude wrote five, six, seven, and eight. Oh, he he he, he he has written. Sorry, he written Tokyo Drift four, five, six, wow. seven, and eight. He got and, progressively much better after and, fucking Tokyo Drift and four. You're not wow. gonna like that. Then you're gonna change your mind. But he also did Hobbs and Shaw, so he has done like almost every movie he wrote. To for be this fair, movie. he was handled. He was handed. These cat. Well, I mean, I guess he wrote these characters. So he took these characters he wrote of two giant sty- steaming piles of shit and made the best he could with it. Well, and 
like my where, where my mind went with that is that I was bitching earlier about the the rock and Jason Statham dialogue and how tacky and irritating it is. Mm-hmm. And like I think in Hobbs and Shaw, a movie's so dumb, but like I think a lot of that dialogue was just them like like on set doing dumb little improv bits. Cause wouldn't that's surprise like, me. That's just like the like I don't think he like I like I like to imagine because I liked five, six, seven, and eight for the most part. And I like easily the worst of the four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I like to imagine that he didn't he didn't contribute to that terrible, terrible dialogue that it was all the rock and Jason. It was mostly the rock and Jason Statham just like doing what they know. Probably fucking <laughs> Kevin Hart for the one scene he was in and set trying to help and it just yeah. being awful. Uh-huh. <laughs> can we oh, not can Kevin we, Hart? Can we just make like an executive decision right now and not do Hobbs and Shaw? Really, I would really love to not watch Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> like, I even already bought it. I already bought it. I still don't want to watch it. And Edris Alba's in it, and he is. Oh, no, nope, we're watching it. Sorry, guys. Edris Alba could do terrible things to me, and I would be fine with it. We're yeah, watching I, it. Sorry, Edris Alba's like a fantastic actor, and he's actually really good in that movie. Yeah, Ugh. and you know Roman Reigns is in it, and that dude's a steamboat too. <laughs> No, sadly, we're watching it for... God damn it. Anyways, back to the Hobbs and Shaw episode. <laughs> um, Hobbs, you were Shaw. No. Yeah. Um, it also but, reminds uh, me that Ryan Reynolds is in this goddamn universe, too, because he's in Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, he'll be in F9, I promise. Okay. I mean, don't make a promise you can't keep. Okay, I'll get a, I'll, I'll get a hold of this uh, 5678 writer. Make sure. <laughs> Make sure that the movie that's yeah. already been done for over like two years. So, hey. uh, go ahead, Keith. I was just say like I was just gonna make fun of my own notes in here. I've got like a, his like we were talking about like nitpicking deep and deep into like the like the plot details, and I've got a mm-hmm. thing where I make fun of them because they have normal AirPods in it, and it's just because it's 2017, and then there's a really silly Coca-Cola product placement scene. Oh, hardcore. <laughs> yeah. So, Keith, so, you. You have established that you're very anti Vin Diesel kisses. So, how was your feel of the Vin Diesel Charlize Theron kiss? Oh, that was uh, it was weird. It was uncomfortable. Cause, well, because she he he didn't kiss her. She kissed him. Or no, yeah, yeah, she kissed yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. It was a little rapey kiss. Yeah, and then there is one. The one because. I'm convinced that like Vin Diesel's never had sex before. <laughs> uh, I think you're wrong, sir. <laughs> so like his idea of like what a sexy time looks like when he's like laying in bed with Michelle Rodriguez, like they're so it's so weird. <laughs> I like how you're not saying Letty. Like you're establishing that just Vin, no, Diesel, Vin Diesel and, and Michelle Rodriguez <laughs> have weird sex. Yeah, they do. <laughs> it's not good. First of all, I will never hear Michelle Rodriguez doesn't have anything but amazing sex because it's oh, no. Michelle Rodriguez. Michelle Rodriguez like oozes charm and charisma. And like <laughs> you would feel so threatened to not please her that you couldn't like you'd ha- you have to because yeah, otherwise oh, yeah. it's not going to end well for you. No, no, I'm oh, no, I'm a I'll forever stand by Michelle Rodriguez's like horniness skills. Vin Diesel lacks horniness. I'm going to fight <laughs> you through you. this computer. How dare you. Uh, one of the things they did uh, I liked was the uh, their top 10 most wanted. That oh, whole thing God. was very funny. Very yeah, funny. That was, did you, that was very did fast you, and furious. Did you notice what number was missing? Oh, God. Okay. What was it? 
Oh, well, it was seven. Because uh, I thought he they said. Named, nope. Six was. Who was it? Was it Rodriguez? Was it Letty? And then like eight was Tej <laughs> or something like that. Whatever. Seven is the missing number because it's Paul Walker. Oh. So that's what I think they it wanted. went six was Rock. Eight, eight was, was Letty. Nine, nine was, was Tej. Tej and ten, ten was, was Ramsey. Ramsey. And Game of Thrones Lady. Sorry. They're all yeah. Fast and the Furious people. Eleven was uh, Roman. Roman. And then the whole scene, she's 10? Or then when that fucking scene with Ramsey, after like she's like, maybe Dom really did go bad. And Michelle Rodriguez bumps her. And then Roman's just like, you're just going to let her bump you like that? What are you doing? Writing her an email? Her an email? Oh, that bit was good. I like the email joke. <laughs> what are you going to write her an email? <laughs> that was oh, funny. Fuck, that was good. Roman Pierce, I love him. I also like that they fucking did a call out to fans by him saying uh, my skin's on my ribs or something. Like it was a shout out to the We Hungry bit. Oh, yeah, that's right. They, yeah, they did a hungry. They did a hungry bit. And they also they did a thing where he was planning or where there was a planning scene. That was another. Yeah, because he was like, why don't we just use God's eye? Yeah, I think that was that was totally a callback too. that. That was I'm, good. You know what? I think you're right. I, everything that is Tyrese is just pure gold to me. I was like, I'm I'm surprised how the like the love for Tyrese, besides him going ape shit crazy in real life, but <laughs> did he really? Uh, Ty- in ways, is Tyrese an way- asshole. No, no, it's just him. Uh, he didn't go full. Uh, no, he uh, just has like he has like some breakdowns here and there because like of for like child support type stuff and like posting like weird movies videos of him crying and stuff on like Instagram. He's a bad poster. He's a bad poster. Hey, you know what? He's a man who's in touch with his feelings and I can respect that. He's trying to break down the social norms that a man can't cry. Well, a man should be good. A a man should be good at posting. When a man loves a woman. (laughs) All right, Keith, let me see all your social media posts about this lovely podcast we do then. You know, man, I'm all over social media. I'm just kind of (laughs) low-key. He he's in that Reddit forum, but however he's just doing you know, he's just searching the dark, dark webs of Reddit. I would stay away from Reddit. That place is going hard alt-right and it's kind of scary. Yeah, I've I've been advertising us on this little site called 8chan. Oh Oh, no. Or what's that? Uh, what's the non Facebook? Oh, like, what's conservative Facebook? No, it's conservative Twitter. Yeah, what's yeah. conservative? What's the name of Facebook that thing? is conservative. Oh yeah, no, what's uh, I can't remember. I know what you're talking about, but I anyways, can't that anyways, pretend I did a bit, and that was the there was that was the punchline of the bit. That was gonna be the bit. <laughs> that's hilarious. That was a good bit, right? <laughs> you are one hilarious son of a bitch. You and Ted Cruz will just have such a good time looking yeah. at flags together, just posting. <laughs> Um. What? G- Gab? No. No. It, Gab. That's the Twitter. It's awful, and I hate it. And our parlor society is crumbling. It was parlor. parlor yeah, yes. that's it. Thank yes, you. It okay. Hey. What am I? I'm. Hey, actually, guys, I'm p- putting our uh, w- our podcast on a little website called Parlor. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> really big with uh, Ted Cruz, are we? 
I fucking knew it, Keith. Yeah. I've gotten in with what's her face from Georgia. You know, the one who just realized the Holocaust is bad. Oh, nice. No, but yeah, no. Soon, as soon as I get on those sites, we're going to get one of those mattress sponsorships. I'm still convinced if you pillow, put it in a- pillow, pillow sponsorships. You're not oh. helping with Damon and Salt. Okay, we're moving on from the bit because you've ruined it. <laughs> okay, no, but if you go onto Corona.com, type <laughs> in promo code Fake Movie Experts. <laughs> God damn, <laughs> you get zero percent off. <laughs> yeah, you get zero percent off your next order. It'll say invalid code. <laughs> yeah, invalid code. <laughs> um. <laughs> It's 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 funny because I'm looking going through all the like research and stuff, and it's like crazy on how many movies this entire cast have been together. That's not part of the Furious movies because you had Statham and uh, Charlie Theron in Italian Job. That's right, great movie. I forgot she was in that movie. Statham and Maine in that movie. That's right. Statham and Luke Evans were in a movie called Blitz. Don't know that movie. Um, Statham and Tyrese was in. Where is it? Uh, Death Race. Oh, God. Nice. nice. Aren't there multiples of those? We could do that on this podcast. We could. Um, and like then you know the director directing uh, Diesel and Man Apart, Statham and Sh- uh, Charlize Theron and Italian Job, Job and The Rock and Be Cool. I yeah, like be cool. I hope we do those movies too. I actually like those movies. Uh, that was the first it. time where I thought The Rock could actually be an actor because I thought because I liked how good he was in those movies. Keith, you okay? Your chair really break? Yeah, it broke. <laughs> you probably get on ordering yourself a new chair, there, buddy. Uh, it was an old. It was an old chair. You know, chairs come, chairs go. Sometimes jokes are so good that you just like slap your knees and then lean back. And then do the rock away? And then uh, do the chairs away. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. That was supposed to be a good bit, too. <laughs> oh, God. Which doesn't help you're standing the whole time. Keith, I'm going to give it to you. None of your bits are good. Yeah, but isn't that in itself a pretty good bit? <laughs> Damn it. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so this was the uh, first major Hollywood movie to be filmed in Cuba, like a blockbuster, since ni- the 1950s. Oh, they actually filmed this, in Cuba? That's cool. Yeah, and this was the third... Where is it? Hang on. Uh, where did it go? The third highest grossing movie of 2017. Jesus. Joe, you always tell me how many cars got destroyed. Do you have how many cars got destroyed in this one? Well, there are zombies. Like it was a lot. There were zombies. Um... There's still a lot of practical effects in this movie, though. Yeah, I can't find uh, that makes the me norm. Sad. Yeah, I want to know how many <laughs> cars got destroyed. Yeah, this Damn is true. Internet. Yeah, this is um, sad. And that's one thing. Like yeah. the cars didn't like the cars were rocking in this movie. They didn't like stick out to me though. They in were, Cuba, they did. I love the yeah, cars in Cuba. Cars oh, those in Cuba were cool. Were yeah. I mean, the cars were sick, like that, whatever that red Ferrari thing that, uh, Impala. Yeah. The, what's his name was obsessing over the, the, the you're Scott. talking about the Lamborghini, the Lamborghini. Yeah. The Scott Eastwood. Oh, Tyrese the is, orange Lamborghini. Yeah. The Scott Eastwood was doing his, like, that was like the moment for him to shine. And he just kind of like, he was awful. And what we got was another great Roman Pierce moment yeah. of talking to Blanta. <laughs> 
You can set that car right there. It'd be great. No? Okay. Um, yeah, but like that could they like he didn't need to exist. Like I think uh, Kurt Russell could have just done all of that, and it would have been way cooler. That I don't even like the nobody character, and I agree with that. He was like the little nobody was so pointless. I think oh, yeah. little nobody was there, like we said earlier in the show, a filling out process to see if hey, maybe we can have him in the team because he drives like the same cars that uh, Brian would. Yeah, lot shittier at it though. God mm. damn, I think you're right. They because they set him up, he's sort of like a blank nobody. Yeah, like, yeah. Just like as, Brian as what, what, do you, what do you call them, Keith? What do you call them, those uh, oh, the NPCs? Yep. <laughs> he was an NPC, or no? He was a he was like a, a base starting, like a base created character yep. in an RPG. Yeah, <laughs> there it is. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> there it is. Keith, do you want to go get a chair? I'm fine. We're about done. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm just like he's just looking down on us right now, like we're children, like we did something I'm, wrong. No, my opinions are pretty strong. That's I'll be honest, I'm, Joe. I'm, we've both seen Keith in that position before, and I'm okay with it. It's a good position. <laughs> yeah. Man. Uh, okay. Um. So, do you guys want to take a guess what the budget for this movie was? Fuck, I bet it was astronomical because they yeah. probably blitzed the media tour. I'll say it was probably at least 200 million. Okay. Keith? Uh, 300 million. We're split, <laughs> we're, we will split it in the middle. 250. I bet Damn. most of that was probably the media tour, though, because. Like that, whenever you see the big fucking like expenditures for movies now, it's because they spend like 150 million on uh, like media shit. Yeah. And like nowadays, they'll go on to like, they'll go on to Hot Ones. Like, I, I don't think Hot Ones was around then, but no, they bet, like, it would have been 2017. Hot Ones has been around for a long time. Oh, maybe not as probably, probably not as big. No, it was the more quieter like YouTube start, yeah. but Hot Ones has been around for a long time. Take a look. Take go. Take a look back and see. I don't think 2017 was a thing. <laughs> but um, so it was 250 million. By the way, uh, Lucas Black was set to be in this movie. Oh, hot no one way. started on March 12, 2015. Suck my nuts. Oh damn. Uh, however, he's since he was filming NCIS New Orleans, he could not. Uh... <laughs> yeah, because that should keep you away from a movie. Especially a Fast and Furious movie. Uh, so it was two fifty. You guys want to take a guess how much it earned domestically? So in the states of United, four hundred and sixty-seven million. You're talking opening weekend. Was that the question? No, domestic no, total. Gross. Oh, okay. I'm gonna go. Maybe if you put us in both ears, Keith, you could hear us. I'm gonna go six sixty. Wow, you went very high. Yeah, six sixty. Um, two hundred and twenty-six million. Oh wow! It did. Huh? That's all it earned domestically. Yep. That's not very good for them. Didn't the last one do four hundred million? Um, the last movie because the last one had over right a billion overall. Uh, the last one got three fifty-three. Wow. I wonder. Oh, maybe because uh, the last one had the whole. Paul Walker just died thing that. And I think also the, I, the fact that going into the movie, you knew rock and diesel, not. Well, and they kind of gave away the whole Dom's bad thing. I feel like they mm. should have saved that and not given that away. I feel, I probably a, feel 
that same way about Han when we watch yeah. F9 yeah. next week. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna say there's a lot of things here that was the line Dom was the line Dom went rogue in the trailers. Oh yeah. Do you remember? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dom turning on him and doing the like ramming the car. We don't know why, because they do like uh-huh. uh he flips um Hobbs feel- and then like they do like that shot of him in like the with the light of the car behind him and like the smoke and the cloud, all that. That was like he went rogue. If I remember correctly, Joe, I think we predicted why he went rogue perfectly when we originally mm-hmm. saw this movie. We were like, it's gonna be someone forcing his hand. Exactly. Like, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> well, internationally for Fate of the Furious, they got one billion dollars. Dude, these movies do big in China, which is why that's produced by a Chinese company. <laughs> and why John Cena had to apologize for F9. Oh, did John Cena do some problematic stuff? He said yeah. that Taiwan is a country, and that is very frowned upon by the government in China. <laughs> they think they own Taiwan. It was the 30th film to go over a billion dollars, and the second one in the franchise. It's ridiculous that Fast and the Furious has t- has two of those. I just I haven't even had a drink since we went golfing and hiccuping. <laughs> so, 1.2 billion worldwide. They don't even give a shit how it does domestically. Nope. No. I think I think we're gonna I think we're gonna be around the three hundred million with the new one. Which, well, I I would actually be wouldn't be surprised if it does four hundred million because okay. this is the first mega blockbuster to go back it into is. theaters. It's, yeah, this it is, is going to be interesting when this comes out. So opening so, weekend, I'm going to say right now, opening weekend they will clear nine digits. Ooh, yeah, especially because. This movie is coming out when major states are fully open. This will be the first major movie since California went full open. Uh, So I think it will do massive because it's going to be the popcorn flick. It's hot everywhere. Places like Texas will might get hurt because places like Texas can't even keep their power on. Oh, yeah. So let's bring it up now before you do the box office. Any predictions? I have a fan theory that I thought of on my own. So you have your theory. No, it's a fan theory. That you came up with on your own? Yeah, that I'm spreading. No, it's a fan theory that he came up with on his own. Yes. I don't, I don't okay, think you understand. Say the theory. <laughs> Hear me out. John Cena is really Brian O'Connor. How, you'd say? Face off. God damn it, I knew it was coming. As soon as, God damn it, Joe, that's not how it is. It's not or, face off. Or hear me out, or hear me out. The other one, that uh, fan theory I thought of. John Cena's been Brian O'Connor the whole time. Maybe but, John Cena is Brian O'Connor's brother. See, now or, that one I could buy more. <laughs> no, 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 hear me out. He is Brian O'Connor the whole time. However, everybody on the show, uh, he, uh, every, he had to uh, get a face transplant. So it's called <laughs> Face Off. Wait, is this just face-off? I think so. <laughs> I feel like you're setting yourself up for a lot of disappointment come next week. I'm not. I'm not. But do you guys have any any predictions of the movie? A lot of cars are going to crash. There'll be some gratuitous shots of butts. And uh, Dominic Trito will hold up a Krona at some point. Okay, what's the escalation they're going to do? I'm going to go... Uh... I think they're going to do a global warming angle because they're in they, space. 
I mean, Allegedly. I was about to say they already gave away the escalation that they're shooting a car into the stratosphere. Yeah, but I mean, there's like, how's the world going to end? That's just like, yeah, I think it's something be... involving magnets because they have a lot of big car magnets. Oh, they're going to do the, are they going to like switch the poles? So, well, <laughs> that no, seems like a bit much. Let's, let's save it for, let's, he doesn't know, so let's save it. I just know. All right, he, hear me out because it's going to be from one of my favorite bad movies. The molten core of the earth is slowing down. So they need to drill the cars into the center of the earth, depositing nuclear no, devices no. to restart the core of the earth. You know, I have a better one. Hear me out. One. Fast and the Furious, the core. Hear me out. No, I got okay. one. Nope. Hold on. Oh. This one's even better than whatever dumb thing you're about to say. Oh, God. Let's see. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. <laughs> it's a little thing called hollow earth. Okay, yeah. continue. No. Uh, Go. They're going to merge Fast and Furious with Godzilla verse. Mm, Keith, you're close, but apparently you haven't heard the theory that they actually are going to merge Fast and the Furious and Jurassic Park. That would be so cool. You should have seen <laughs> about the six hours of Joe and I texting each other back and forth with Fast and the Furious Jurassic Park combo one-liners. One-liners, yeah. But my theory is this. The crew comes across this self-made uh, ship that gets electrocuted. It, it goes heel. It go, turns on the crew, and then it becomes face again. You know, like that shitty movie Stealth. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, that sounds yeah, awesome. Yeah. I've, I've just get hold on. You haven't completely sold me yet. Mm-hmm. It's Jamie Foxx in it. He Wait might. Well, he, he's only going to be halfway in the movie. So, listen, okay, is Jessica Biel going to be in it? Maybe. A plane can't fly itself. It needs the heart and soul and brain of a person. <laughs> you guys are just lucky there's not a second <laughs> stealth movie. All right. Well, I'd pick that. <laughs> so, now let's go back to April 14th of 2017. Let's do that box office, shall we? Oh, hell yeah. It's not going to be fucking anything that opens against Fast and the Furious in 2017, is there? Uh, coming in at number 10 in its sixth week with 2.4 million Kong Skull Island. Still haven't Hollow seen Earth. Hollow Earth. It's good. Theory. It's good. Uh, number nine in its second week with 2.7 million. The Case for Christ. I don't know. Don't yeah. know that one. Those guys uh, number- always make a lot of money. Yes, they do. Number eight, and it's because it is April and Easter. Uh, eight in its fourth week with 2.8 million Power Rangers. I'm annoyed that they're rebooting it again. I liked that power. It was fine. It was fine. (laughs) Uh, Number seven in its eighth week with 2.9 million. Get out. Oh, that's the, the, the Jordan Peele movie. Yeah. It's still bonkers to me that the dude who's so known for comedy is like a brilliant horror writer. Right. Uh, Number six in its second week with 3 million gifted. (laughs) I don't remember that one. <laughs> it sounds familiar. Are Keith, you doing you know okay what? there, Keith? <laughs> I'm fine. No, that for some that movie reminded me. You made that. a bad joke in your ma- in your mind, didn't you? Yeah, no, I'm not even going to continue. It's a Chris <laughs> Evans. It's a Chris Evans movie. Uh, number five and second week with six point two million is going in style. No idea. It's a uh, Zach Braff directed movie. Jesus Michael Caine and Morgan I Freeman. Do like a little bit of Zach Braff. 
Uh, coming in at four in its second week with six point seven million. Smurfs: The Lost Village. Oh God, wow. there's multiples of those. We could punish each coming other. In one number, of those. Coming in at number three. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> anyway, and it's fifth. Well, week I will with, punish you with Garfield. Don't move on from me. <laughs> with thirteen million in its third week, Beauty and the Beast. Nope, refuse to watch it. Will not watch any of these live action Disney movies. Coming yeah, in number sorry. two in its third week with sixteen million. Boss Baby. The movie fucking rocked. <laughs> I will oh. fucking fight you. So that means that number one with $98 million. Wow, they came up short of the nine digits, though. Furious. Fate of the Furious. And it really, definitely had really beat out Boss digital. Baby, huh? <laughs> I will oh, fuck fucking you. stab you. I will sound you against <laughs> your will. I will stab you in the heart. What, what, like the Puget sound? Golly, ma! <laughs> so we're going to the ratings, shall we? For uh, IMDb has given this movie a 6.7. Uh, Rotten Tomato has all critics at 67%. Man, people, not a big fan of this movie. Uh, top uh, critics, 61%. And audience gave this one a 72. Man, very down on this movie people were. I don't mm-hmm. know why I just talked like Yoda. Mm. <laughs> all right, so, I've got the... I'm, I'll chime in quick with my with my Roger Ebert input. There it is. So is he go- alive? The ghost of Roger Ebert oh, there it is. gave this movie uh, two and a half out of four stars. Uh, sadly, Roger Ebert was dead. I bet Roger so, Ebert would have given it three and a half stars. Yeah, Roger Ebert, the Fast and Furious franchise. Roger, Roger, like Roger Ebert proper was a certainly a Fast and Furious fan, as we've discovered throughout going through this. But this, I mean, uh, the man loved two. Yeah, but this like Brian, Tokyo. This Brian Tallarico guy just uh, just didn't get it. So I'm, not, I'm not even going to read a passage. So I don't give a shit because I disagree with him because I liked it and um, disagree with him. So uh, Brian Tallarico can eat my ass if you're listening to this. Till he dies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, go on. Any go of our, on. Uh, yeah, I want all of our fans to go and uh, look up Brian Tallarico's home Don't. address. <laughs> Don't fucking dox this guy. Satire, satire. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can get arrested for threatening to dox no. people nowadays. Not, not, not if I say parody afterwards. <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> LOL. Yeah. You have to put allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, a- allegedly he lives on LOL. Six, three, four. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go to our uh, rankings, shall we? So let we we'll break down crews, villains, bad guys, cars, action sets, heist, and movie overall. So let's start off with crews. We have it at si- uh, we have it at five, seven, one, six, two. Three and four. I'll put it below seven, but I had a one. I'll have it third. Keith? Yes, that. I agree with that. That's a good the crew is the crew's important in this one, which is nice. That was a nice it was cool to like we didn't get it, enough crew moments. Yeah, like that's, I, I'm always looking for more moments between the crew. We did, yeah. I agree that there wasn't enough, but but we did have a couple scenes of them like all in a room, like brainstorming ideas, and that was pretty cool. And we got great Tej and Roman scenes, which are yeah. always the best. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, I agree with that rating. 
All right. Now we have villains. We have uh, Gina Carano's Twitter account. Uh, <laughs> we have uh, Older Shaw, Younger Shaw, Reyes, Johnny Tran, Braga and Phoenix, DK and Carter. Where do we put Cypher? Uh, I have her after both the Shaws. I didn't think she At was. As in, I don't think she was intimidating as the Shaws were. Like she never felt as threatening to the crew as a whole as either of the Shaws did. Just she threatening also, to Vin. She also didn't kill anyone that we remember the names of. Elena! <laughs> <laughs> and she didn't even kill her. <laughs> she That's right. Someone else did for her. That's how boss she is. She doesn't have anybody to kill. She doesn't do the killings. Has somebody else do it for her. But All Keith? Right. I've got... I love Charlize Theron. Like, I, th- I threw in the group text, like, the second this movie started, Charlize Rules. Mm-hmm. And um, I agree. She's probably not number. I'll, I'll go uh, after the between the shots. I'll go second. So place. it's two. Yeah, two. I'll put her at two as well because of the fact that she's still at large. And she she was gonna kill a baby, which is like pretty gnarly. <laughs> God, that just reminds me again of the scene of Jason Statham looking that guy in the head. Or in the eyes right before he beat him to death and made him shit himself going, you were going to shoot a baby? Like, um, Jason Statham, you've murdered like almost 100 people in two movies. Well, and okay, I was going to save this for the end, but is there, does Jason Statham set the baby down on like the ledge of a building at the end of the movie when he's at that party thing? Yes. That's... Well, it's a a large ledge. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, Wait, to throw that out there. Yeah, is that Jason like- Statham, not a great dad. <laughs> it's like, hold on, let me put this child down at the edge of the skyscraper. Now <laughs> yeah. well, let's do the cars. We have for this one, we have seven, four, three, six, five, and one and two. <sighs> the only good thing about four, um. Fuck, I did. I'll put it behind four. It's going to be third again. I, because I just remembered that I super love the cars in four. Keith, can can you spit those numbers back at me real quick? Seven, four, three, six, five, one, and two. And like the best gadget on the car in this movie was the grappling hook. Like we didn't get sweet cars parachuting out of planes. Yeah, I guess I'm we didn't go, have Dom uh, souped up cars over and over again. Those were badass. I'm going to go third place. Okay. I'm going to change mine to second. Hmm. Yeah, they're, you know, they were memorable, but the harpoons were good. I like the harpoons. I'll go two. Let's go two. Because it's Dom's cars that overtake it for me. Dom had really badass cars through the yeah. entire movie. Plus, he somehow shoulder tackled a <laughs> door into a... I mean... I know I got erect when it happened. Let's do action sets, shall we? Ooh, uh, we so for action for this one, uh, we had the race to begin the movie with the car down there on fire. By damn near, I mean it's on fire and it I blows don't say up. It, it was a fireball. He wins the race in reverse, which we never talked about. Because uh, I would just have, complain about something I loved and I didn't want yeah. to. <laughs> uh, Berlin, uh, they're in Berlin blowing up an entire building and having a crane uh drop and fall in between the cars we didn't even see them blow up the building that's how like badass they were yep 
that leads to Dom's crashing the car into Hobbs. Uh, we have the prison fight, like a five-minute prison fight of Hobbs was, trying to stop Shaw. That was pretty good. And like the bean, I I, I, I like the bean bags. It's just him like you fucked up, but like all the way they did like all the parkour shit statham did to like duck die break someone's wrist as he's all that that's what i loved i loved statham through that entire scene uh well then we get new york so we have the the zombie cars we have the cars falling from the buildings the them shooting the cars with the hooks and all that and the popping off uh the crew trying to hack a sub and uh it was ridiculous but good Deckard and Owen uh, using jetpacks to get onto a plane, and then the beatdown uh, he did. And then, Dom, as Rick said earlier, Dom using his fire from the back of his uh, car to have a heat seeker chase him to blow up a sub. I still love that Deckard Shaw had to fight through almost an entire plane worth of people while his brother just went to the cockpit and held a gun on the pilot the whole time. That's what I'm talking about. Well, in like every action movie, the, the uh, pilot kills himself <laughs> in some wrong. shape or form. So with action sets, we have seven, five, six, one, four, two, and three. Where do we put eight? God, I was going to put it behind five, but then when you went through them all again, they were so good. But five is just such a memorable one with the... Yeah, I'm going to say it's third for me. Third? Because five is such like a... It's just that memorable scene, like, cause like I'm like recency bias. All those scenes are awesome. Mm-hmm. Like that scene from five is just forever entrapped in my head of driving the bank vault through the city. So I'm going to, I'm going to stick at three for that. Yeah. I strongly agree with that. I three? think five, yeah. five's better. I think, cause I think it's just like better, better, better written and directed. It's just a better film. I mean, we're talking about action sequences. I mean, yeah, but like part, like for an action sequence to be good, it helps if it lives inside of a better movie. The, the, the heist at the end is like the more memorable scenes of maybe all all action movies of all time. So the running across the roof scene like that, I I remember Mm. the running across the roofs in Brazil getting reintroduced to the brutal murder of uh, Hobbs team though. Still kind of traumatizing. And isn't that where we're introduced to that, like that strange blonde woman that Dominic? Puts She's the baby? from the running across the <laughs> Elena. <laughs> the running across the roofs in Brazil. Yeah, that's where whatever I name can't. shows up. You're you're making me like cannot wait to get past these movies, but I want to enjoy them more. I hope more. they reference her in nine, so we can keep doing this. Bit. I will murder you all. All right. She's, she's so, so important. <laughs> speaking of heist. Let's break that down. We have five, seven, two, four, one, and six and three are tied because there isn't one. The stealing of the baby is the heist in this one because I kind of want to go with the baby stealing as the heist. Well, you have that. Do you have them stealing the submarine or the ciphers team? But see, again, it's that fucking the the opposite where where they're trying to prevent the heist of something really cool. That's true. Which if it it was me, I would put it behind one, so before six and three. Whoa, like the last last place, really low. Um, Name me the heist. They stole the EMP. That's one. But there was barely a thing too. We didn't see any of it. Yeah, they didn't show it. God damn it, you're right. And then actually, you know what? The code. they're, They're stealing the codes. However. 
he just like gets it handed to, and it's more of the fact of them stopping Toretto, not knowing what he's doing. Also, I mean, we don't talk enough about the fact that the way they stole shit and won. Yes, they're stealing all-in-one TV DVD <laughs> players, but the way they're doing it is so cool. So I agree oh, yeah. with Joe. I'll put it after one. That's a good call. No, okay. I think it's I think it's better because there's scenes of Charlie Theron doing cool hacking. So there's Jeez. there's like really? scenes where she says like I'm in or whatever. Oh god, yeah, those are bad <laughs> scenes of hacking. Yeah. <laughs> Italian job had that little moment, you know. Yeah. People are always like, I'm hacking. I'm in. Like you hear so, keyboard, you hear keyboard clicks, and someone says bingo, bingo, <laughs> booyah. <laughs> All right, so guys, let's let's rank this movie. We have five, one, seven, six, two, three, and four. Where do we put eight? We put one ahead of seven, really? You did. No, did I? Yep, you you did. And then you God, you I don't uh, remember that all. You swerved Keith into saying Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna have to go back and listen to that podcast. That sounds crazy. I feel like I would have ranked it ahead of it. I mean, on that knowledge, though, because I still have this one behind seven because I still love seven unconditionally. So I'll have it after seven. Keith? Oh, you know what? I remember what it was. I can go back because this is rewatch, not better yeah. movie. This is yeah, yeah, much yeah. more rewatchable because obviously I don't want to traumatize myself by rewatching seven over and over again. Mm-hmm. So on the rewatch factor... I'm still going to put one ahead of it because that's just such a classic. So I'll go five, one, eight, seven. Keith? Yeah, that's, that's exactly pretty much my logic. I just think this okay. one's better than seven. Okay. I don't mm. think it's better than seven, but I'll <laughs> watch it more than seven. All right. So let's go to that star glazer because now we're going to. Uh, it's time to glaze some stars. <laughs> as we're doing our five star match five star rating here so Busted. i guess rick or keith start it off uh right. i'll go ahead and i'll start it off keith okay uh i'm coming in at a solid four i actually started out That's a little lower i'm pulling a keith this time i started out a little lower but as we talked about it i realized i had a lot of fun with this one this was just a good fun one not a whole lot to complain about not an overall great movie, but a very good movie. I'll give it a four. Yes. So I had the kind of the opposite effect. You guys almost convinced me that this movie wasn't good. <laughs> and uh, but last night while I was watching it, I was having so much fun. Like, and then we, yeah, we kind of, we poked some holes in some stuff. There's definitely some issues, but I mean, yeah, that's what go. we have to do though, because we yeah. had to find stuff to talk about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, otherwise, what are we going to go on here? That the fast forward to three minutes. Yep, uh, four stars. <laughs> it was in fact a good movie. Yeah. No, I was like, I, I laughed. I laughed. I smiled. There was a lot of good, like, actual LOL moments. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I'm going to go. Yeah, four stars. I'm going to steal. I'm going to be a star, like star glazing club with you. You and I are glazing together. Yeah, we're going to go down to the star club. <laughs> best star club this side of the rockies <laughs> am i right those, those rocky mountain tops are fucking glazed over they don't wear um, nothing 
<laughs> we're nothing. Uh, Rick, can you give me the last? I know Fast Five is up there. You have a whole. You have a hard five for Fast Five. Yeah, you what's, fucked over Predator what, with that movie. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> what's the uh, What's the second highest I, I've given? Your second highest is Furious Seven at four. Okay. Then I, your next highest is Fury, Fast and Furious Six at three and a half. I'll give this a four as well. The uh, this movie just feels like a solid four. Yeah, it's enjoyable. For I which what was it surprised because so many like Fast and Furious movies have been rated higher by like IMDb and Metacritic yeah. and all that than us. This is the first one where we are ranking it higher than everyone else. Well, I think this one has some rewatchability to it just because of how kind of dumb it is. <laughs> I, guess. It's like, I agree. Like there's like this was a fun movie. It definitely like if I'm thinking I want to watch a Fast and the Furious movie, but like I don't for some reason want to watch not just a great Fast and the Furious movie, but a good movie in Fast Five, and I've watched one a lot. Then I'll pop in the fate now. Oh yeah. So what's that? that brings uh, our yeah. overall ranking of the Fast and Furious movies to a 2.9. We've almost gotten it up to a three. Because of how much it gets dragged down by movies such as Fast and the Furious at 1.3 stars, Tokyo Drift uh, at 1.8 stars. I'm excited I was to like, see uh, Hobbs and Shaw's impact. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm so excited because I guarantee F9 we're going to be over three. This actually and went ahead of Furious 7 because Keith gave only three stars to Furious 7. <laughs> what did he give like? Fur- did he give like, give like Furious 6 like a star and a quarter? One of them a I hated. star and three quarters. Yeah, there one of them is. I hated. Yeah. <laughs> that was Fast and the Furious, bro. You and I both. You went three and a quarter star, and yeah. I went one star. <laughs> Joe gave that movie two stars. He thought that movie was as good as Predator 2. Yeah, Predator Which 2 one? Furious 6? No, Fast and Furious. Oh, Fast and Furious? Yeah. Damn, Damn okay. Fury, Fast and Furious 6, I was with you. I was at three stars to your three and a half. Keith was the one who hated that one at yeah. one and three quarters. <laughs> that's, why I, that's why I had to do Fast Five at a full, at a full Fast was that, Five. Was six, ah, hey, did, hey. did six have Gina Carano's Twitter in it? Was that yes. The, yes, that okay. was Gina Carano's Twitter. <laughs> Gina Carano's Twitter is the number one villain in all movies. Yes, oh my Twitter, God, yeah. we still have to watch two more movies. Yeah, this is a big series. And we, of one of those movies is Hobbs and Shaw. I regret that we included Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, that was a, a dumb lot. decision. Well, a we lot. were probably we were probably drunk when we agreed to that. No, I just think <laughs> you, you, realistically it was so that we landed on the right timeline with F nine. Which actually we're a week ahead now. No, like we're on the perfect timeline for it because we can watch it and release it the week following. So we yeah. will even be able to have like depending on how we want to record. We're going deep into like behind the scenes stuff. But like we could actually have opening weekend numbers and stuff now. Yeah. So yeah. cannot wait because next, since we're done with Fate of the Furious, we're going to go a little spinoff as Ricky and Keith are both looking forward to Hobbs and Shaw as it's the rock spinoff to the Fast and the Furious. I've had <laughs> to spend 21 hard earned dollars between seeing this movie in theaters and now spending $15 on the 4K Blu-ray. <laughs> And I regret $21. I could buy booze with that money. I'm probably going to pay $5.99 rented on Amazon. <laughs> Didn't I give you that? Hobbs and Shaw. Did you give me Hobbs and Shaw? Yeah. Oh, maybe. 
If not, I have. I might have thrown it away. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> to be fair, I don't even know where, because my 4K was sitting below my TV, but my, oh, there it is. My youngest has been getting very obsessed with grabbing movies. Oh, like, yeah, and he's picking good movies. And he's good, he's get, grabbing good movies. As we're, <laughs> as we're doing the 2019's Hobbs and Shaw, or as we put it, the Fast and Furious presents yeah. Hobbs and Shaw. By the way, I'm getting we're that much closer to me divulging what the next movies that we're watching is, and I'm oh, very yeah. excited to get your reaction which, for that. Which we will get. That's, that's good content right there. I'll tell you what. So I know one movie's very easy to get to. We're gonna have to figure out how to get to the second movie. Not Christ. <laughs> that's my so only the, spoiler alert. It's only it's only two. We're only doing two after doing ten. That's a that's that, good. I think we should do a couple twos if you know what I mean. That's the tight ninety of podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good name for a, 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 a podcast: tight ninety. Yeah, that'll then, be a spin-off. Then Keith gets <laughs> then Keith gets super angry when it's not a tight ninety. That'd be a cool idea for a show. As we like, is a move like a, we'd review movies that are ninety minutes or less long. <laughs> yeah, and then, I feel like we'd eventually get into a lot of bad TV made for TV movies. Yeah. <clears throat> well, that'd be next. That'd be next week here. But you can go we're to- completely redoing what the podcast is next week. No, we're not because uh, last time I checked, um, Hobbs and Shaw is a glorious. No, two hours and no, 17 no. minutes. It's so long. <laughs> it's so long. Uh, it's like part, of thinks, two... part of me thinks this is one of the movies where we need to just get together so we can at least be drinking and riffing while we're watching it yeah. to try and make it better. I agree. Uh, as uh, it's 217, and then when we get to the Fast and Furious F9, it is two hours and 25 minutes. F9, it's two hours and 25 so minutes. We're going to be in the movie theater for three hours because of the including time of trailers and. Ow! That's two tight be- 90s. <laughs> 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 That's two. But you can follow all of us on social media. You can go to nocellentertainment.com. That's right, nocellentertainment.com to listen to all of our podcasts or look at any of our new blogs. We're going to have a new one soon. And like always, you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts. Okay, one last time. Can we can we not? Can we just not? Please? Please?